So we have a potential $500 billion hole, according to a former J.P. Morgan executive, when it comes to student loan repayment. That's kind of a lot of money. We have President Biden telling the nation that uh, we need to pay more taxes. We have people who are writing articles about how to respond now to the potential Biden tax law changes. And I even have a, a client or two who has contacted me and said, what do you think? Well, what's going to happen? Let's talk a little bit about that. What do I think is going to happen? Three, two, one. Nothing. That's right. Nothing's going to happen because... We don't know what the f legislation is going to be in the final form. But here's what I do know. It's sometimes better to look at what they're not talking about compared to what they're talking about. Now, in Hillsborough County, they have a tremendous problem when it comes to the school system. They are in debt to the tune of about $100 million. And part of that problem is the result of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, where they're going to give $100 million and and uh, the county's going to get all this good stuff and you know, science, technology, engineering, and math teachers and everybody, the big boat's going to be lifted and yada, yada, yada. But the problem is, you know, for every dollar you get, you got to give a dollar and then you have to continue the plan afterwards. And this was a problem years ago. I've seen this over and over and over when you had law enforcement agencies say, oh, look, we can get uh, some police officers. We have this thing during the Clinton administration called the COPS program, where the federal government will pay for the first two or three years. And then afterwards, uh, the city has to pay or the county has to pay. But uh, hey, we can hire more cops. Oh, me, oh, my. Sounds really good, right? The problem is... After those two or three years, somebody's going to pay for these people. And in a lot of cases, there were layoffs. Yeah, pure, simple layoffs, because there just wasn't the money to continue paying. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot of brain power to figure out that a promise made is a promise that should be kept. And so you have officers out there that uh, worked for a few years for an agency, and then they had to move on to other pastures. A lot of those officers were viewed as gigolos, they were unreliable, independent. They just, you know, you, you can't depend upon these guys because they were just gypsy cops. But the problem was you had a lot of law enforcement agencies that were having some really tough times years ago. And through no fault of anybody's, it's just kind of the way that developed. But hey, facts are meaningless, right? Facts are meaningless when you're trying to persuade people about things. And so when it comes to Biden and it comes to what's going on, I want you to absolutely unequivocally be on into the exclusion of every reasonable doubt. I want you to understand it's a big scam. You see, they're not going to do anything to change charities or foundations. So let's say I've got oh, I don't know, a couple billion dollars just laying around. I want to make sure that my wife and the kids are taken care of for the rest of their life, and I give my money to a foundation. I give it away. Foundation is charged with doing good things, education, art, you know, charities, right? So I just reduced my income tax and future capital gains tax and all, just everything. I just reduced my risk across the board by giving that money away. But on the foundation, I have to have family members, and I'm very specific to make sure that my family members, 
who are alive right now and in the future, continue to control the foundation, just like Carnegie's, Mellon's, Rockefeller's. You know, John D. Rockefeller has been dead a long, long time. Henry Ford has been dead a long, long time. Yet we still have people out there who are serving on these boards of directors making a hell of a lot of money. So it's a way of getting money into the pockets of family, friends, neighbors, relatives, co-workers, and influential people without really any oversight. Oh, you know, maybe my family, my daughter's not making the kind of money I made, but she's getting a paycheck of, uh, I don't know, $20 million a year, and she's got a company, and uh, the company makes little uh, trinkets. And so the foundation uses her trinket company, you know, because there's, oh, you need pens and paper and... You need all sorts of bookmarks and, you know, just the little giveaways that she is able to mark up, you know, four or five times what they would normally be because, well, you know, that's the way it is. That's where we do business, right? And who's going to say anything about it? Because it's all private. It's charities. Nobody can get in and audit the books. So they're going to raise taxes. They're not going to raise taxes on the wealthy. Always remember that. Never going to happen. This is all fog and mirrors. This is all fog and mirrors. So what's going to happen is you'll just simply see more and more people putting their money in positions that are, well, not in the free flow of commerce. And as you take more and more wealth out of the free flow of commerce, that causes a real problem to normal everyday people. Instead, the big thing is when you have what's known as the elimination of the step-up basis in value, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. When you start taxing people at a level where it is no longer advantageous to invest, people are going to change what it is they do. And we're going to go back to a time frame where the focus will be on tax planning rather than actually making money. Now, let me make it really clear. I'm a simple guy. I believe that when you make things too complicated, it's not good for anybody. So we have companies today that are making a lot of money based upon potential growth. You know, WeWork basically went, went belly up for all practical purposes. The CEO scammed the company, almost took it public, got shut down, he's out. And I'm not going to go through all the details because I've done that many, many times. You can look up all the details going forward. But WeWork is looking to go public again. Who in their right mind is going to do that? Well, the overwhelming majority of investors are institutional investors when it comes to individual stocks. I know because I've been doing this business for 35 years, very few people I have ever met have the brain power in the stomach to actually invest in individual stocks. Investing in mutual funds is not investing in a stock market. Investing in ETFs is not investing in the stock market. Investing in real estate investment trusts is like investing in the stock market, but still, you know, it's just not the same thing as going out and having your hands in the dirt and building something. Buying a house does not mean you're a real estate mogul. It just doesn't. Oh, I've got a house and I have one other house that I'm, uh, I have a rental property. Did you build that house? Oh, no, no, I didn't build it. Do you maintain it? Well, I've got a guy who does all my handiwork. You see, I like people that actually build things with their own hands. They laid down the building plans. They supervised it. They actually went out there. They know what's going on. Remember when Trump 
was talking about the building of the properties, the apartment complex out in Cincinnati, and he was talking to Cleveland, wherever it was. And he talked about collecting rents and how it worked. And you know, he was basically trying to tell people that I'm like you. I, I, you know, I got my hands dirty. Whatever. But as we quickly learned, if he did know it, he forgot it. But what he is pretty good, he's pretty good at negotiation. He's pretty good at using other people's money, slapping your name on, and it's all about marketing. But what I do know is that it's the middle class that's going to get screwed. And one of the things I'm pretty concerned about is that, I mean, this whole thing about turning racism, you know, if you're white, you're racist automatically. That's, you, these guys are playing with fire. Because at some point in time, people are going to say, I'm done. I'm done. If, if I'm the devil incarnate, then the hell with it. And you wait and see. Watch what happens when a large segment of the population begins to have an underground economy. It's not tough to do. Now, I recently heard that in Hernando County, they have a park. And if you want to go to the park, you got to pay $5 to park your vehicle in the park. You can buy an annual permit. It's $50 and you go as many times as you want, right? So if you go 10 times, that, that makes sense. But no longer do they take cash. You have to use a credit card or a debit card. Now, that is, in my opinion, completely, absolutely illegal. When an organization refuses to take U.S. currency, when you refuse to take currency to use a public facility, that should be against the law. I think it is against the law. In fact, I probably will wind up at some point in time going to this location, trying to pay, and see if uh, my buddy, who I use for class actions, maybe we'll just file a class action against them. So if you're listening in Hernando County, I think you people better be damn careful about what you're doing because you're going to get sued by somebody. There's a lot of people out there like me who will pony up the coin to take you on because it's not right. You might have a family that's traveling from South Florida to a job in Alabama, and uh, they've just got cash. They're, they're unbanked, and they would just simply like to use the park and relax, and you won't let them in because they just have cash. Don't have a credit card. You people talk all the time about things such as it's a burden to make people show a driver's license or any form of ID to vote. Really? It's a burden to do that, but it's not a burden to demand that you have a credit card or a debit card to use a park? You see, this country is screwed up, and I'm going to tie this into right now. I'm going to tie it into nuclear energy. You know, Everybody is scared about the big bomb, Chernobyl, Three Mile Island. Well, technology does improve. You do realize that. For Christ's sake, there's a little helicopter flying around, a little drone on Mars right now. NASA's got this thing up there flying around, and they've got video of it. Eh, if we believe it and it's true, but let's go with it and say it's true, okay? Let's assume they're not pulling a fast one on us. But here's the thing. Technology does get better. And the overwhelming majority of the nuclear power plants, for example, in France, when the nuclear power rods are spent, what do they do? They reuse them. You, you can actually continue to use these things. There's also techniques that are showing that the spent rods will not deteriorate in 100,000 years. They can deteriorate in 1,000 years. If you take all the nuclear waste that we've generated since the very beginning, you could put it inside one football field. And it would be about 10 yards deep. Big 
freaking deal. But yet, if you read all of the articles out there, all of the articles, every liberal puke magazine you can find, all they just simply, you would think that the earth is covered in nuclear waste. Whole damn world's going to turn green. Nuclear power is the most efficient and most clean thing we could ever do. All of these batteries you're making are destroying the environment. You're taking rare earths, earth materials, and you're depleting it. How do you think we want to go to Mars and the moon? We need raw material because we're depleting it so fast. What do you think happens to these big, giant turbines? People aren't thinking, oh, but nuclear power is dangerous. No, it's not. No, it's not. We sent a nuclear power plant to Mars. How do you think those things are running up there? Now, you probably, if, if you're one of those dingbats and think, well, they don't send a big old plant up there. They didn't send all those bricks and mortar. Those are the kind of morons that we have to deal with all the time. It's like people who have said to me years ago when I was running around Tampa and I was explaining that you know we do direct indexing. You actually own the individual companies and we don't charge assets under management. I had a guy, he's a contractor in St. Pete, and you just, you can't do that. You can't do it for your prices. Doesn't, doesn't, you have to be stealing money from people. He called me not too long ago and said, well, I, I see where a folio is now part of Goldman Sachs. So you clear through Goldman Sachs. Yeah. Well, I think maybe I'll be interested. No, I'm not interested in you. You were an ass. I spent time with you. You were argumentative and confrontational. Go to hell. <laughs> just not going to work with you. So I can be a dick just like everybody else. But the same thing applies now when it comes to that kind of thing, nuclear energy. If you disagree with me, I don't want anything to do with you. In addition to which, when you have nuclear energy, okay, and you have water, you know what we can make? We can make hydrogen. And hydrogen is portable. And we can put hydrogen fuel cells in vehicles. And we could have basically unlimited power in this nation. But the lobbyists for the oil companies, which are now getting into the green energy area. And green energy is not green. All this solar stuff. Where do you think all them damn solar chips are coming from? China. China. All you're doing is facilitating the destruction of the nation. That's all you're doing. But nobody cares about that. Because this country doesn't think in terms of mathematics. The overwhelming majority of the people couldn't add 5 plus 5 plus 5. I know for a fact, because I've hired so many people in my life, I'd say, okay, now imagine you're in a car going north, and you go three blocks, and then you make a left-hand turn, and then you go another three blocks, and you make another left-hand turn. How far are you away from your original starting point? 75% of people couldn't get that answer. They just, I don't know. They just lose it. So, again, I've played this periodically. It's true. People got no respect for the brain dead? Because the brain dead's around everywhere. So here's the thing in life. When people are smart, listen to them. But just because somebody talks fancy and has a bureaucratic position doesn't mean they know jack. Doesn't mean that they actually should be listened to, okay? Just because they have the position doesn't mean they know jack. So I ask you to do this. Do some legitimate research. Things like, guess what? If you keep yourself in a vacuum tube, eventually when you get out of that tube, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get exposed to the elements and, well, things are going to go bad. If you listen to what I said yesterday, it's a damn truth. When this virus thing started, we used the information that was available and it looked bad. It was really bad. But we adjusted based upon variable change. And so we continue to modify what's going on to the point where I'm saying now, 
bullshit. Sorry, but it is what it is. It is absolutely BS. And if we say that out in public, ooh, ooh, we can't do that in public. Because if we do... We will be hung out to dry. Isn't that pretty sad? So George Carlin is a um, one of my favorite comedians. I liked him and Phil Hartman. And um, the reality in life, a lot of what he has to say is true. And some of the funniest things in life are true. They're just like, say what? So the economy is going pretty well. People are getting back into the swing of things. But we're spending more money continuously. And when it comes right down to it, Maybe this is the new economics, but understand when you have new economics where the government is responsible for the overall driving forces in the economy, every one of those countries fails. They eventually do. When you have nations that are babbling brooks, they fail. Do the research on what happens when countries embrace the concept that everybody is equal and the equal outcome is mandatory. Not equal opportunity, equal outcome. And if it's not equal, we're going to do whatever we have to to make it equal. Every single nation that has ever tried anything like that has gone belly up. Are we going to go belly up anytime soon? I don't know. But you need to look at the statistics. Nobody gives a damn about the Oscars. The Emmys, National Football League, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, every professional sport is down. Even hockey. Oh, sure, some of you are all so queer over your sports, but real working men and women out here, we don't have time for this nonsense. If you're going to point your middle finger and stick it in my eye, I'm not going to watch. And you know who makes a lot of the money in this country? Guys like you and I. And so for those of you who are out there always saying that everything in the world is terrible, good luck with that long term. Good luck. You're listening to the song Breathe by Ian Post, one of the songs that we own. And I'm going to leave you with a website, Swiss Cows. Swiss Cows, if you want a search engine that does not discriminate, it will give you every possible item out there legitimately. Go to Swiss Cows. As a guy who is a pain in the rear end for those who like to sugarcoat, colorize, and marginalize, I'm a guy who uses Swiss cows. <laughs>